The latest in the gayest podcast is intended for listening by adult members of the LGBTQIA plus community and their allies. Discussions may contain material not suitable for folks under the age of 18. Listener discretion is advised. This week, we talk about the boot that broke the internet. And we get down, boy. All this and more on the latest and the gayest. Oh my goodness. Wasn't that such a wonderful intro? I mean, I suppose. That's true. We haven't, we haven't done it yet. That's true. We haven't done the intro yet, but we will. But <laughs> speaking of things that we will do, welcome to yet another fun... I was trying to... Trying to Alliterate? You know what? Alliteration is not... fabulous, freaky, and fantastic. I was trying to combine like splendiferous and then like some other word that began with an f but then it started to turn into fondiferous and the only thing that i could think of was fondling and i'm like i don't know if i want to talk about fondling that early on in the episode i do i mean hey that that is two-thirds of this room are bottoms so hey hey anyway how y'all doing you know, I just realized something. Tell me. In a lot of uh, some of the, the past episodes that we've been doing, we fully have not been introducing ourselves. Oh, yeah. We've just, like, given up on that. Oh, in case you're wondering, my name's Josh. And my name's Alex. And this is our little show. <laughs> All right. Now that that's out of the way. How have you been? Tired, but good. Work's been crazy, as always. But, you know. Of course. We have this order. Like, some fucking, like school we cater to is graduating soon and we have to like, do all this dumb bullshit for them i like a fuck ton of mini cupcakes and i'm like i don't fucking like these kids enough i don't like education enough i mean i mean i think we're well aware at this point that you don't enjoy education given your no, uh, your your background <laughs> i enjoy being educated you just I do don't not like, like the education system yes i like the education system i like the process of becoming educated unless it's fun that's fair like, if you're going to sit at the chalkboard and tell me, like, you know... About Napoleon and... Yeah, Napoleon, yeah. But if you, like, make it gay and, like, do, like, a yeah, stupid, dumb, like, skit about it... Napoleon and Abe Lincoln butt-fucking or something. Honestly, I've learned a lot. I mean, hey, there history... There's a lot of gay shit that went down in history that I don't think people talk enough about. That's true. I, I don't know that off the top of my head, but I know for a statistically fact. Statistically speaking, it has to have happened. You can, you never know. Thomas Jefferson and Marie Antoinette might have been bumping uglies. I uglies. do you not never know if they were alive at the same time. They probably weren't, but I've, I've also never qualified myself as a history professor. Actually, no, because I know that the American Revolution inspired the French Revolution. Oh. So that might, they so might have been alive at the same did. time. Okay. I don't know a whole lot I mean, they could have the bumped uglies. It, or... It's physically possible. Well, actually, back in the day, it was really difficult to, like, travel. That's true. You you gotta, like, if if they wanted, like, a late-night booty call, they had to, like, you know, get the carrier pigeon ready, take the little quill, the little dip quill pen, dip, 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 right out, and, like, hey, you up. And then <laughs> Marie, Marie Antoinette is just like, hey, Tom, you up? And then, like, and attach it, it, it to the two pigeon. Weeks yeah, and then to it, get there. it has to fly all the way over to the States, and it'll arrive, like, two weeks later. And then it's like, oh, but it's in the States. It's, like, three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'm up. It's fucking 3 p.m. on yeah, a Tuesday. It's, <laughs> it's fucking 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. What do you think I'm doing? It just <laughs> and he, he just writes back, yeah, HBU. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to think that like nowadays, like uh, fucking uh, Jim Bob and Tammy Whammy are <clears throat> collabing on OnlyFans, even though one lives in Australia and the other lives in like fucking uh, I don't know uh, Wisconsin. I mean, the OnlyFans is a very lucrative market it is but we've gone from there to like having to travel two days and two nights just to get to like the next city over that's true i mean they're you know what i give them credit though because i don't <laughs> oh okay actually keep going i don't know <laughs> they're they like the the people who are like really truly dedicated to only fans and like mm-hmm. that's their main source of income they will fully like pack a bag and travel to fucking like St. Louis for the weekend just to get like dick down or like 
dick down somebody else to be and, to, to dick down or be dicked down yeah is that is the question um to, to where i'm telling you when our merch drops that's gonna be to to, to dick, dick down, down or, or to, to be, be dicked dick down. down that is the question that's and, gonna and be, you are to dick down i'm to be dicked down that is true yes i i, I am, is the question i am, I am <laughs> <laughs> anyway but they they will fully like go travel to like beijing for the weekend just to get some head and then you but know traveling is so exhausting i i've never been good at traveling like and my Here's thing, thing is oh oh sorry go, oh, go ahead you know and, and that's the show that's it that's where it's done um <laughs> but like i've my thing is whenever i travel my body <laughs> It just like it has this thing where whenever I I travel, usually like the first night that I'm anywhere, I just I don't sleep well because oh, no, my body is just it, you know because it's not used to this foreign bed with foreign and pillows and exactly it's in a foreign because my bed is like I have a memory foam pillow and my bed is a memory foam mattress and so. Rich. <laughs> I I mean honestly like not not even because the mattress that I have I got it from this company that's like you can literally buy it on Amazon and it's like probably the least expensive out of all the fucking like memory foam mattress brands out there where you get like your mattress in a box or whatever <laughs> yeah um but I will I will say I I very much enjoy it though but I just traveling has never been easy for me. Like I love to travel, but I don't sleep well when I travel. Mm -hmm. And then I just become really cranky and I become like an insufferable bitch. That's fair. I, here's the thing. Having traveled, it sucks. Cause the first two days you're like, Oh, I'm so tired. I just traveled, but I love being in airports. Mm. I love, I love walking around for like two hours. Cause my layover is like wicked fucking long. I love going to the food court. I love going into those little like, uh, stores that yeah. nobody buys anything at. Go get some Starbucks. Go get like a fucking um, Empire State Building like snow globe from mm -hmm. World News. You can like those World News like fucking vestibules yep. at the airports. You can get like a snow globe, a coffee mug, an issue of Cosmopolitan, and like a bag of Skittles all on the same trip. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a wonderland. Go back to your gate and sit down with the 10 other people that are yeah, and super early then you can like go get some starbucks or something and it's just a it's just a it's wonderful like, time now boarding the southwest airline flight to kansas city or i don't know if that's a real place but um and, i mean no kansas city is a is a real place is it i don't know i don't know it, about yeah kansas. it is yeah kansas, kansas is kind of like whatever I, it's it's a pretty like kansas tiers it's like a c tier state <laughs> kansas you flopped yes kansas fucking flopped you're safe. I mean, I don't, you're, you're safe, yeah. Uh, but, like, honestly, one of these days, I'm going to put out a ranking of the states, like, a tier list of states. Because, like, the A tiers are, like, the Pennsylvanias, the Californias. I thought you uh, hated Pennsylvania, which is true. Because you're from there. Well, that's why it's A tier. <laughs> that, okay. That, I mean, I guess you might have a little bit of a bias. I'm there. Your, I'm there. Uh, your home quality. state. Also, there's a, anyways, um, but then there's, like, the real bottom of the barrel states, like, Idaho. Utah, oh, fucking Montana. Who the fuck gives a fuck about Montana? What happens I, in Montana? Nothing. I I don't even think in like they South. Make, they, they make South Dakota. Paper, whatever. There's even like fucking South Dakota. And they're not even like the best Dakota. Imagine yeah, being the second best. I don't think being the second Mount, best Dakota. Mount Rushmore is in North Dakota, I believe. Am I am I correct in that? Okay, we're looking. At That's how irrelevant Dakotas are. The, the north see, you have a, a a major like patriotic monument and it still doesn't save you from being disinteresting no and, and like but that, that's the thing even north dakota itself it's not really even that much better than any of the states let's just like, get rid of them erase both dakotas just both the dakotas get rid of them what are we gonna do so we just like combine mount rushmore into... no we just like make everyone everyone that lives in either dakota has to move to uh arizona okay and it just becomes uninhabited land so it's just like a wasteland of 
Oh, I mean, or we could, um, you know, you know how the gays have like uh, P Town, Palm Springs, yeah, like the little gay. We should just make like a whole entire state, like for the gays. Okay, well, okay, it'll be like our state forest. It can, for the it gays. can be like a, a renovation pro. You know how because you know Trixie Queer Eye, it, for the qu- state Queer Queer Eye for the Mount Rushmore's Eye. Um, but Honestly. you know how like fucking Trixie, she's doing that like Trixie Motel yes. thing on like Discovery Plus. Um, we should do like a, a reality show where just like the gays renovate an entire state. We just walk into like their state buildings being like, yeah. And Nicole Byer will be the, the narrator. <laughs> and she'll she's, be like, yeah, she'll, she'll be, be the, the one that like, cause like this was uh fucking, I don't know. This was Utah before. And now here's it after. Yeah. And it's like, uh, on, on, Oh God, what's that show? Um, extreme home makeover mm-hmm. move that bus and then it's and then it's just fucking like dildos and rainbow flags and like uh gayness speaking of dildos and rainbow flags let's go take a break and we're back um today's queer quandaries is gonna be a little different um it's gonna be a little more serious we're gonna be talking about the, the string of gun violence happening in america right now um, so quick, uh, I suppose, disclaimer, uh, a trigger warning about gun violence, you know, murder, police, uh, being generally useless. Yep. Um, if, if this is going to be, uh, too much for you, then we encourage you to fast forward to the next segment. Yes. About 20 minutes ahead. Yes. So as we know, um, this Tuesday, uh, May 24th. After crashing his truck into a drainage ditch near Robb Elementary School in Ovade, Texas, 18-year-old Salvador Ramos then proceeded to jump out of his vehicle carrying a long-arm rifle and a bag which was determined to have been full of ammunition. Um, Before entering the building, Ramos apparently fired his gun at two people who were across the street at the funeral home. Mm -hmm. that was uh, across the street from the school and then proceeded to uh, jump the fence of the building and fire multiple rounds at the building of the school itself. Um, About 10 minutes later, he... uh, And this is, uh, for the record, this is um, all the info that I'm reading off to you guys. This is from uh, about like a bit of a timeline from uh, the LA Times. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, about 10 minutes later, he walked into a, a west side door to the building, which, according to Victor Escalon, who is the South Texas Regional Director for the state's Department of Public Safety, uh, is still being investigated as to why the door was unlocked in the first place. Once inside, he barricaded himself in a classroom filled with students and teachers and unleashed a barrage of gunfire, killing 19 children and two adults in the same room. Uh, at around 12.17 p.m., the Ovid cons- uh, consolidated, consolidated Independent... Oh, no. So the, the, the Ovid Consolidated Independent School District announced the shooting on social media, saying, quote... There is an active shooter at Robb Elementary. Law enforcement is on site. Your cooperation is needed at this time by not visiting the campus. As soon as more information is gathered, it will be shared. The rest of the district is under a secure status. However, many local parents were insanely furious with the lack of attempts to rush inside the building from the local police officers in the area. Um... When asked by the press, Victor Escalon could not say why it took an hour for federal special weapons team to enter the classroom and kill the gunman. At around 12.45 p.m., the U.S. Border Patrol tactical teams finally arrived and were able to breach the classroom and kill Ramos. Yeah, so that happened. Um, Also, uh, on uh, May 14th in uh, Buffalo... Sorry, my thing is taking a while to load. 
Oh, but sorry, okay. my, I'm, no. ha- I'm having phone issues because I, I dropped it and it cracked and it's being gross. But in Buffalo, oh. there was another shooting that took place at a supermarket, um, and that was uh, 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 that one was, as it's come out now, is particularly racially motivated. It happened in a food desert, and it was coordinated in a way to like maximize the uh, what's the word damage, I suppose. Mm. Um, do you know what a food desert is? It's is that no i don't okay so food desert is basically a part of like a city or like uh any area where food that is affordable is really hard to come by so basically you know there's few grocery stores supermarkets that are affordable a lot of them are overpriced and that there's what is there is um you know things are out of stock very often so this is it was and he had like this whole like uh i think it was was twitch i believe he or four uh, chan and what I think it, Twitch. I, yeah, he I don't, like I was don't know uh, he was planning it, talking about it, and virtually nothing was done about it. There was a- every possible red flag had been raised, and it still like came to pass. I suppose. Yep. Yeah, so, and there was um. And, but he was they, they they he was taken into custody. Yeah, and he's pleading not guilty. If you don't okay, sorry. There's uh, something that really bothers me about that one. Yeah. There's this Twitter thread that I read, and it made me kind of sick about this guy basically being like trying to like over intellectualize like the conversation about that shooting. Cause like, well, the the shooter had a toothache and he didn't have health insurance to take oh, care of it. Oh, God's sake! And he's like, like, and his 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 like dentist was Jewish, and he was mad at Jewish people because his tooth was like, no, shut the actual fuck up. This is this is like. Go jump off a legitimate cliff. That, like, that's another thing, too. I I just, there was, um, there's this TikTok that I saw that was talking, somebody was, this uh, teacher was talking about how, like, the precautions that she, I I don't, I don't remember what state um, she teaches in, but she was talking about the precautions that she as a teacher has to go through in order to make her classroom safer for active shooters and school shootings and how scary it is. And it's like she was saying something about like part of being a teacher is loving natural sunlight, but having to keep your blinds closed a lot because of you know the possible threat of an active shooter Mm -hmm. and uh some douchebag i i i you know need i say more um some like douchebag commented on the video and this person got like ripped to shreds obviously but so this person commented and this fucking made me lose my shit boo-hoo just get a different job I'm like, are Shut you are you are you up. actually <laughs> fucking serious? Are you actually okay. fucking serious right now? You want us to think? Go get a different job. No one who wants to be a teacher is being a teacher prepared, like wanting to like prepare for like an active shooter situation. It's, yeah, but it's something that we've normalized. The people who become <sighs> teachers don't like when they're becoming a teacher and when you know they're going through all the training that they have to go through. I don't they're not really thinking about like what they all the precautions that they have to take in order to make them make them and their their children safer from an active shooter nobody goes into teaching having to like i mean it, sadly nowadays they do people do have to think about it's it it's a fucked up expectation and, yeah and it's like there yeah. uh, there is um there is another one. There's there's this account that I follow on TikTok. She's called That Midwestern Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she's I think she's from uh, Minnesota, I believe, something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's a teacher, and she made a video. Her content is usually like very upbeat, very positive. Mm-hmm. But she made a, a video recently talking about how uh, she was just like sitting in her car and kind of talking about how she as a teacher because she's a mom too and she was talking about how she was saying something like i as a teacher you should know that i you know as a mother i will make sure that your kids are safe and i will make sure 
that your child is protected while at the same time wondering where my child is and if my child is safe from an active shooter because she works in the same school where her children go. go. So she is willing to lay down her life to protect those kids that are in her classroom and at the same time wondering, is my daughter or son going to die? And you know what else is like really insane to me? People are like having this thing like, we need to arm the teachers. The teachers need their own guns. How do you, why, what, we, we, it's well known that teachers do not get paid well. No. But now they're, now we're expecting them to engage in like armed combat with like people who are probably going to be like, you know, have more powerful weapons than them and to, to defend our children. Like, that's such an un- like it's such an unrealistic expectation, and it puts such a such an insane burden on the teachers that just is so unnecessary. Basically, yeah. we're basically asking the, the the police officers don't want to be police officers anymore. They're making the teachers be the police officers. Yeah, does that I, make sense? It's like you you shouldn't when you become a teacher. It's it's so sad. You shouldn't have to be like. You know, you're going through all the all Ready the to training fucking... to that you have to do to become a teacher, and then also have to take an armed combat course. Yeah, just in case there's an active shooter. I'm sorry, and this isn't like an active war zone. No, right? there's no reason this should be happening. And there's no reason a teacher should have to do that. It's fucking insane. And then, like, not to mention, you know, another thing too, the the local police in that area of Texas, they took. Was it like 45 minutes or something or mm-hmm. almost an hour to actually get because Border Patrol was the Border Patrol. Yeah, the one who went in and killed the gunman. But the U- the police, the local police that were in that area basically did nothing. They were more concerned about the parents trying to get into the building to make sure, you know, that their children were safe or that their children hadn't been killed. Mm-hmm. And... I, I just, it, they were just being fucking useless. Which, as they normally do. And here's the thing, too. Like, people are saying, like, oh, well, something Lancer talked about a little bit. Like, in that moment, they're like, oh, we need to secure the scene. But parents were getting past them and uh, getting their children out. Which, good for them. I'm, I'm glad the parents were able to get their children out. Yeah. But if they were, quote, unquote, securing the area, then they were failing pretty miserably. They yeah. were doing that no. very well. Because if the area was secure... It, it's just it's 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 all so messy and it's like yeah and i don't know if you see it all but like the this this uh uh what's it called um this reporter was talking to ted cruz at some convention or some outlet Ugh. and it, it, he, the, the the absolute like just blatant Gall disregard of that man the, yeah he's just like we can't politicize this moment and people are gonna the left and the democrats their their their, their solutions they're just not gonna work and i'm like they're, they're, but you've done nothing though. Nothing I was gonna say, gone. what exactly? Please suggest an idea, that. and that's like the thing with a lot of the people, a lot of the like gun-toting, fucking shoot 'em up Republicans. They're you know they're the people who are like Biden's trying to take away my guns, and then like those are the people who. So this this is let me let me tell a little story. This is. Um, not so much related to the, the the shooting, but it does kind of tie in a little bit. So just bear with me. Tell me. Um, last weekend, uh, Lance and I went to go see the new Doctor Strange movie okay. uh, in the in the multiverse of Met. There's a there's a point to this, I promise. Um, we went to go see, and before we went out to dinner, uh, there's like an Applebee's kind of near the the theater in like the same plaza, and when we were there. We were sitting at our table and we were the amount of men in that building with that looked like if I gave them even the slightest look would call me a slur and beat me to shit was like insane. And there were like so there was like he there was this one guy who kind of like he walked out um, not long after we got in there. But he he had like a shirt on and on the back of his shirt, it had like two AK-47s and it was like, don't tread on me, something about guns, you know, whatever. And it, it was just like, it's, it's those 
type of people are the people that like are we are worried about getting guns those are the this is why we need like such stricter gun laws because those are the type of people that like you know not only god forbid like if they were to like you know snap and shoot up a school Mm -hmm. that you know but also like like i said there were a lot a couple men in that building who i genuinely was like i don't know if i feel safe around these people this and god those are the people that like are also you know being like Biden's trying to take away my guns in, mm-hmm. and they're like, it's these they'll people... fire at anything that moves. That's the thing. These, these white men feel their dominance in society is being challenged and they're lashing out. A lot of it is, especially with the Buffalo shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about, uh, especially with the Buffalo shooting, it's, it's, it was a case of like this quote unquote was... disenfranchised so was, young was... white man. Cause you said it was like, racially motivated or something absolutely because i i didn't like i i haven't been i wasn't briefed on like the the full thing do you what was um basically uh do you know what replacement theory is i think so it's basically um basically he's trying to like prevent like the whites from becoming the minorities oh okay he's trying to maintain white dominance and white supremacy and that like somehow that's all one big like jewish conspiracy theory oh okay Um, yeah, it's 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 really really strange. Uh, he's basically uh, fighting to uphold white supremacy and to maintain uh, the status quo and like mm. anything that's challenging his place that he feels he has deserved as a white man. Um, and he's it's, it's it's I if you have the stomach for it, I would um, advise that you look into it, even if you don't have the stomach for it. Yeah. Um, because these people are real. It's like it's it's something to to, to look it's, up a yeah. little bit. Yeah, so you can't ignore it. It's it's pretty no, insane. That's um, and oh, something too that okay, wait, um, a quick side note. Something okay. something that I've really been trying to educate myself on is um, especially since COVID started. Something that I guess I is coming to more my scope more is um, the concept of like, abled versus disabled mm-hmm. and how disabled people really are disenfranchised. Um, mm-hmm. I learned kind of like. During like these emergency scenarios at schools, disabled kids kind of are like, from what I from what I mean, to this, this is from this is this is from tweets that I saw. A lot, I didn't like dig into it a lot personally, but they're they're kind of just like, they're ditched. they're at a lot more they're at a lot more of a disadvantage, yeah. than you know the regular able-bodied children. Yes, and they're basically like pretty much left for dead. Yeah, they're, they 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 really get the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which doesn't come up in these conversations yeah. a lot, but and, I think it's worth saying. And this was um, something that you mentioned about kind of like just not caring. There was, um, uh, the, I was talking with a friend of mine a couple uh, a couple days ago who still works at a place that I used to work at. And there's this like new kid who is working there. And uh, this was like a day after the news about the shooting had broke uh, into the news is I think it was on Wednesday or something and we were talking and she was saying how you know um the new they were, they were uh her and the boss and like this new kid they were all kind of talking about what happened and you know my the the boss you know he was obviously extremely distraught and it was you know because horrible it was and this new kid who I've been told he kind of has that he kind of has like the personality of somebody who doesn't really have mu- he doesn't really think much for himself. Mm. He kind of just like whatever opinion somebody else has, he just goes with that. Okay. And apparently this guy was talking about how you know, when the shooting happened, they were like how did you how are you feeling? And he was like well, you know, there's a lot of violence out in there in the world, but, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. So I kind of just have, like, tuned it out. And I'm like, dude, Mary. you can't just... it. Yeah, it's horrible news, and it's a tragedy, but that doesn't mean that, like, you can... It's like... Just tune it out. Just good vibes only. Yeah, it's up, like dude. positive vibes only. 20, 2020 is all about good vibes. Like, you can't... You can't just tune out 
the the shit that's happening because it's relevant to the world that we're living in right now. You can't just do that. And can I say something too? Like we're gonna have to go on a break soon, but something that kind of popped in my mind. I want to talk about it. That kind of has me stressed out. So Pride is around the corner, right? Mm -hmm. And I hate to kind of make it about me at this moment, but like seeing that there's like this spike in gun violence. Yep. And there's a big spike in anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. Mm. I don't know. I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. It, it, I'm a little nervous no, about going into like it Pride absolutely, season. Absolutely, yeah. Something's going to happen. It's it's scary. <laughs> it's, yeah, because, I mean, again, that's making it about like us, but like, no. we've seen this kind of thing happen with like, with, like Pulse. Things things These like this things, are absolutely, like, gun violence in general, That's it's absolutely relevant. Yeah. Especially with like the Buffalo thing where it was, you know, racially motivated and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it makes, it gives me pause like, okay, like, how do I make sure I'm going to be safe this yeah. season? It's insane. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, let's, uh, let's take a break. Let's take a break. And we're back. And now, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, Pride Month is right around the corner. And as you remember, last week we trashed some of the big corporations out there and their 2022 Pride collections, which I would care not to remember because some of those Walmart designs are going to haunt me. That, that, like, the one that was like, if I lick it, I own it. That's I, I'm, That's going to like live in the dark corners of my mind along with my childhood trauma. I'm sorry for... that I introduced a 20-minute therapy segment into your life with that shirt. <laughs> I, I mean, at least I've got something to talk about with my therapist. So there you go. But anyway, Pride Month is right around the corner. And these, you know... As much fun as it is to go to Target and to go to, you know, all these... Oh, thunderstorm. Thundering outside. Um, As much fun as it is to, you know, go to your local Target or H&M or, you know, what have you to buy some some stuff for Pride for any festivals that you may be going to. Big corporations like that, they don't need your... They they are doing just fine on their own. Mm -hmm. And so today everyone we would like to let you know about five of some really great small queer owned businesses that you can support this pride month to actually give back to the community and you know help out a small business that's not target or walmart or h&m Fair enough. Yeah, let's you know, do that. I mean, I shop at H and M, but like, I don't need to give them any of my money this Pride Month. Yeah, I, I will give them my money the rest of the year, but I, I take I take a sabbatical during the month of June. Mm-hmm. Anyway, to spend some gay ass money. Hell yeah, and do lots of butt stuff. Anyway, hi gay. Um, hi butt stuff. Um, <laughs> first, uh, so <laughs> first up, we have uh, number one. Um, there's a company called if you are looking for some fun makeup to wear or some little body gems to wear to a pride festival during june um, and if you want to support a small business check out fluid uh, fluid is a queer owned cosmetics company that makes makeup for men women and everyone in between founded in 2018 by isabella Gian Giancarlo and Laura Kraber. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I apologize. Um, they wanted to see queer beauty represented by actual queer people. Their brand has a collection of everything from eyeshadows to lipsticks to lip gloss, mascara, um, adhesive body crystals that you can like put on, and nail polish. They have got everything to make you look fabulous this pride season everything is cruelty free uh glitter free and free from potential harmful chemicals like parabens and formaldehyde so check them out uh on their website www.fluid.us that's f-l-u-i-d-e 
And actually, Louis. as we speak, they are currently holding a Memorial Day sale on their website. So go get some, go get some cosmetics. Go support yeah, a go, go on sale. Go get a new lip gloss for Pride. Do that. Uh, and uh, that save um, some money, honey. Hell yeah, that reminds me. I'll never forget. We went to see Asia Hoyer together. Yes, we did. And I got drunk. And in the five yes, you minutes did. between my Uber arriving and going to the and like you know getting there, yeah, um, I was like, I should put on makeup. Nah. And I looked insane, and you didn't tell me. I mean. To be fair, there was the, I, I got a meet and greet picture and I look insane. My face be is fair, pale. My eyes I also are red. Looks nuts. Like I genuinely. The funny thing is, when we went to go see Asia O'Hara, I genuinely thought like I had some like eyeshadow on mm-hmm. and um, I think I put some eyeliner on too, and I, I did like a beat. Yeah, I genuinely thought I was the hottest thing to hit the town. We were the only ones. It, it, it could not have been further from the truth. And I think, too, I remember about that. Asian hair is really great, but also we were first in line. So when they posted the pictures, my insane face was, was the like first the first one, one to come up. Yeah. Just insane. Anyways, we'll, anyway. moving on to our next. So next up, we have Rebirth Garments. Uh, they sell gender nonconforming wearables and accessories for people on the full spectrum of gender, size, and ability. Founded by Sky Kubakub, um, once again, sorry, not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, a non-binary, queer, and disabled Filipino human, um, they really understand that the trans and disabled communities in particular have very specific clothing needs that are almost never met by mainstream designers and companies, and they wanted to change that. So all of their stuff is really artsy and fun and cool, very like interesting patterns, very like very festival type clothing. So if you're if you're going to a Pride Festival, this place is really fantastic. They're really cool. Uh, so definitely check them out. Um, their website is rebirthgarments.com and they are really fierce and really fabulous. So go give them. It's in it's you know like I said it's a lot of like fun festival stuff, so you can get like some mesh like thing. Oh, I okay. You don't like mesh? I think mesh is so tacky. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, everyone that's out there. <laughs> I do not like. I think mesh. Okay, never mind. I don't like black mesh. Okay. Because every fucking gay person thinks they could just throw in some black mesh and thinks that they're like mm, turning a look, honey. No, you're not. You're just wearing black mesh. <laughs> I like. I saw someone like was like a the pink or a blue are, mesh. The twinks are convinced that I, they are. I'm back at it again with my feud with the twinks. Those god fucking twinks. I just like literally like a colored mesh. It, it makes it so much better and so much more interesting and much, so much more like magnetic and like uh ugh, yeah. ugh. Keep going. So next up we have Flavent, uh, or Flavent, uh, spelled F L A V N T. This, um, this sounds like a white person seasoning. <laughs> everything but the bagel. See, there's fucking people who put like everything uh, but the bagel seasoning mm-hmm. on like their, uh, they put on like avocado toast and they're like, oh my God, you guys, this is like the best thing ever. And it's literally just poppy. Honestly, it's poppy seeds. On avocado. You're putting toast. poppy seeds and then on, like on a, poorly, a couple other seeds. It's like on like poorly seasoned avocado toast. It's like a really shittily made, poorly toasted piece of sourdough with the most not ripe avocado. And they don't even put anything in the avocado seeds. to like make it. They don't put like any lime juice or salt or pepper or anything. They just smash up an avocado and then just slap it on there because you know whatever but i'm like sorry i, I just flavored sounds like the opposite of flavor you know you yeah. add like, to, like, more to make it not like flavor flavant yeah sorry i yeah. said to say that um anyways flavant what do they do what do they so, actually do they are a austin-based uh streetwear independent clothing company that strives to promote self-confidence and self-love Diva. through their clothes uh, co-owners and twins, fun fact, Courtney, who is a lesbian, and Chris Rhodes, who's a trans man, don't believe in clothing specifically tailored to one gender, just clothing that makes you feel comfortable 
as your true authentic self. Okay. So they have some very, I, I was on their website yesterday. They have some really cool t-shirt designs and some really like actually cute stuff. And, you know, I might check them out myself. Um, so go mm. to flavent.com, uh, F-L-A-V-N-T.com and check them out. Next up, we have Dapper Boy, but spelled B-O-I. Like, I yeah, boy. love this. Dapper Boy. Boy. So Dapper Boy is a gender-neutral, everyday clothing line for individuals <laughs> of all body types. It's called Boy, I'm sorry. Dapper Boy. Boy. Uh, founded by Vicky and... Uh, Charisi Pesh, uh, their goal is to make people feel comfortable in their own skin. On their website, uh, Vicky actually talks about how when she used to shop in the men's department of certain stores, it was not only an extremely uncomfortable experience, but men's clothing just isn't made to fit the curves that women's bodies have. Uh, so the, all the button-up, they're, what they're most known for are their button-up shirts. The button-ups sold by Dapper Boy are uh, specifically made for curves, and they even have some snaps on the button placket to ensure that there is no chest gap. So they are made for curves and swerves for your nerves. Yes, God, hunty, death drop. Anyway. Oh, my God. I went a little overboard with that. No, but... (laughs) But anyway. You got there. If you would like a... Wonderful button down shirt. Dapper boy. (laughs) Go to dapper D A P P R boy B O I dot com and check them out and get yourself a lovely button down shirt. They they also have like other stuff too, but um, That's good, that's good. Yeah, their 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 button downs are are, they're they're actually they're actually some of them are actually really cool. Um and our final one is This one is actually, uh, this one's for the ladies out there. Ladies, Wonderful. you may know this brand, and it may surprise you, but there's a company called Babeland. And if you know them, you know how great they are. So Babeland is a queer-owned sex toy company originally founded by Claire Cavanaugh and Rachel Venning in Seattle in 1993, actually, as a matter of fact. They opened their very first storefront because they were frustrated with the number of women-friendly sex shops. Um, They were committed to offering information and encouragement to women who wanted to explore their sexuality a little bit more, and now they have three more shops in uh, New York City. And they sell lots of really awesome, you know, sex toys and vibrators and really great stuff. And uh, they have like dildos and other things, too. And they are they're very awesome. And it's a queer owned company that's been around for a long time. So if you are if you are in the mood for a new vibrator or a little something, something to spice up your Pride Month or just your life in general, visit babeland.com or check out their storefront locations in Seattle and New York City. And speaking of boy. Sorry, Lance and I have just been going dapper boy. Our our tech producer and Josh have just been going back and forth with each other of like boy. (laughs) I just love it so much. I hate it Speaking of boy. I hate it here. That's what you get. Stig. Uh, take steak and eggs, steak and eggs. Can I ask you the part where I get from the microphone to say boy, dapper boy? And we're back. Dapper boy. Boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why I wanted you to introduce it. So I, was, I was specially requested to, to bring us back in for this one just for that one moment of sound <laughs> glory <laughs> i just i love dapper boy so much he's he's probably going to become like their number one supporter after oh this my God, i am anyway speaking of dapper things that are dapper 
So RuPaul's Drag Race. All-Star 7, yes. All-Star 7. It has been, it's in full swing right now. We are just, just had episode three out on Paramount Plus. Congrats, uh, Jada and Trinity for finally getting their stars. Miss Miss She-Devil by Night is (laughs) doing, can I just say one thing? I fucking hate that she's making me like her. She's doing so well. That's the thing. I'm like, her. one thing you can't deny is the fashion. The fashion like, and the snatch games are, the, her snatch the games are really good. Leslie really Jordan, funny. her Leslie Jordan was so funny. Oh my God. And the fucking, um, the latex like thing that she made for the runway that this really week. That was really cool. That was so good. Like, I, oh my God. And I fucking hate that she devil by night is making me like her. God, Did you see like how damn. Trinity posted um, her as Vanna White? Uh, the the uh, doing like the oh, the the Vanna White being thing. the Vanna White thing, and someone blocked out Trin for the win and put in she devil by night. No. And then it was Kimchi and Deja Sky. On oh, I did. Page. I saw that clip. Yeah. And Deja's like, do you think we'll see a lot of body? And <laughs> Trin, Kimchi, like, like, Kimchi's just only she devil by night yeah, would yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much online discourse about drag. There's just something I'll talk about this too. Kind of. Um, people are so mad about Violet booting Roger. They are. In- I mean, if I'm being honest, I I am one of those people. And I love it. I love you for it. Because here's the thing. I I understand that Violet is like the fashion girl. Like she's, her fashion is very conceptual. Her fashion is very. Precise. Yeah. But I feel like she gets, sometimes she just gets really caught up in that. And I'm like, when she booted both of Raja's looks thus far, I'm just like, how in the actual fuck? I, I'm sorry. I I saw a tweet today that was like hell? a picture of what Raja made for the ball. And someone was like, I dare Violet to boot this. If she oh, boots this, I'd be fucking I, pissed. I saw that too. And I'm like, this is yeah. Somebody, delicious. Yeah. delicious. I, this is delectable. I, 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 this is amazing. I love this. I'm not sure if it was the same one, but I saw a tweet kind of like that. That was like, Violet, if you fucking boot this. It's on site. It's or on. It's, it's something like that. But oh my god! And then you show me a picture of uh, Violet's TikTok of her yeah. going down the. Uh, or no, got promo. Mick was got Mick yeah. Mick. Got it on. If you follow Violet Chachki on TikTok, there was a video that she posted of Got Mick, just like going down the line. There was like a a, a, a banner. Ban- yeah, banner for the promo of All Star Seven, like somewhere out in public. And got Mick was just like going down the line of being like, hmm, I think a uh, boot, 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 but I need I need Violet's opinion first. I really <laughs> I really need Violet here to to tell me. And then Violet is like, actually, yeah, boot, 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 boot. And they just like went down the line. And one thing I will say though about Violet and Got Mick, they don't give a fuck. Fuck. They do not give a flying rat's ass about like anything that people have to say, and I they hardly care about what they're saying. That is true as well. <laughs> Which is the thing about what I love about Violet and Gutmick is that <laughs> they don't even take each other seriously. No, them as a duo, they're, <laughs> That's they're so perfect together. Have you do, you do you listen to No Gorge at all? I haven't yet, and I there are some I golden want, moments. I've seen like little video clips. Like from there was like this one clip that lives in my mind rent free, mm-hmm. and it's a video of Violet being like, "Oh, you broke your leg, huh? Oh, you broke your elbow, hmm? Well, I stubbed my toe once. Does it hurt?" It's like, yeah. Mm. I was like, oh my god, I don't know why that fucking sent me, but just Violet being like. I stubbed my toe once. I'm such a violent fan. Fucking sent me. Hysterical. You like, you've been like an unapologetic Violet Chachki stand. Oh my god. For, Violet was the for quite a while. Violet was the very first drag queen I've ever seen in my entire life. 
Yeah, because you and like is like Violet Chachki and then like Dita Von Teese. Violet Chachki seen V, and I got to take a picture with her for free. With Dita or Violet? No, with Violet. With Violet. Okay. No, seeing Dita's like a three hundred dollars. That's <laughs> yeah, that's. No. I was gonna say. No, I, I did not go see Dita. I, um, oh, I wish. I wish too, but um, I got to see Violet. And she was amazing, and I like just blew my mind. And also, um, she was, um, and also here's the thing too. I was like, right in front of the stage. Like I was, Ooh. it was me, the stage, and then Violet's yeah. cooter hitting this floor, <laughs> and then I was like, "I'm gay." Her 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 Violacy. Violacy, yeah. Oh, have you seen her Violacy? She, I... she did that porn. Oh, she did do a porn. She did. It was a good jerk. I was like, she did a porn. Oh, it was kind of like lame though. I don't like the videos that's like a cameraman pointed at someone and them going like. Yeah, you've never done this before. No way, have you? Oh, oh so you're just gonna you're just gonna fucking, jerk off. Um, yeah, you they, like that? You like foreskin? I was watching. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, I I don't like solo play, but especially if someone's commenting, I don't want a narrator. You don't you don't want actually <laughs> you don't want Morgan Freeman narrating. That would be fierce. Um, your your hentai uh, jerk video. But I would <laughs> I I would like to myself narrate. Oh my God. If You'd like Olympics to narrate of, a The Olympics of porn. Oh. And next up, we have Boomer Banks, who's going to be taking the 12-inch monster dog. And <laughs> now, next... this is where Boomer's really, you know, come into his own lately when his, and his immense opponent... bottoming prowess. And see, and he's going to... We are gearing up for insertion. Okay, perfect. Minimal noise, which is very, very good. Oh, and, and it's in. It's in. And we have a landing. Let's get the score from the judges. <laughs> tens, it, it, tens, tens, tens across tens. the board. Oh my god, I would, I would love to see just like actually Joey Mills like bending over for fucking um, Angel Rivera and having it just be like, and we have Joey Mills taking the stand and preparing. The hole for insertion, and his uh, opponent Angel Rivera is gearing up, and they are opponent. getting ready. And uh, um, but just like the tone, the very smooth tone of it all. This imagine is, this is a imagine hearing ten years in the making. Imagine hearing this while you are trying to beat your meat to a very intense video of fisting. <sighs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Imagine like now next, Armin Rizzo and Johnny Rapid are gonna take the triple dipple wiener plunge. Weren't we just talking about Drag Race? Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Anyways, um, yes, but uh, so anyway, enough oh, about the porn Olympics for right now. That'd be such a good idea. Um, anyways. I think Monet, this last episode, was shafted because I really liked her last look. Oh my god, it was so... Actually, Monet did... I'm, I'm a she Monet did, stan. She I'm did, part of the Monation. Um, I, sibling for life. Um, but I cannot begin to express how much I shit my pants when she came around that corner as Bob the Drag Queen Elizabeth II. Mm-hmm. I fucking flipped out. I was like, was, that is so good! I think That's she did a so little good. bit more paint. yeah. If she had a little bit more paint drip, uh, it a little bit more of the neon, the neon, the paint, neon yeah. paint, yeah, that's fair. But it was still, it was, it so, was good. so and funny. The green look was so, it was just like so fun and like, yeah, I, I, I really thought she was just so, she's just yeah. so much fun. And then they talked mm-hmm. about her butt, and it was like, oh, yes, yeah. And I, and I give, the, the, um, the, she's dragging that wagon. Yeah, I'd love to give, and I just got to give credit where credit is due to fucking um, Jinx. I'm sorry, no. She was so funny. Like her this episode, she I loved her this episode not because she did necessarily well, but like because she's just like she fully. Was, she was so entertaining because she's like I fucking hate my dress. She fully. This was, is the worst day. Even when Trinity was like helping her, she was just like, "This is shit." But thank you for your help, Trinity. I really do appreciate it, and you're a very good sister to me. But but I fucking I fucking hate, hate my dress. But she did like good though. It mm-hmm. like she was she was able to make it. And Michelle like gave her pretty good like critiques on the main stage. That's the thing about this season. It's RuPaul's no bad critiques, best friends forever. Race. And that's 
this this season is very much RuPaul's best friend race. It is because it's fair. It, you it's know, because it's all it's all the winners. It, so yeah. yeah, they've all like perfected their drag really well. Which, by the way, um, quick shout out to the Vivian. That dress was it. I I will say this. It wasn't like my favorite thing of the night. Because uh, it was, she looked it like was she was more, cosplaying as Bianca Del Rio. It was more, you know, it was a very Do you see pretty. That? Oh yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, I could see that, but it's Anyways, so like, could. she, she looked very pretty. She looked very beautiful. <gasps> but it was just more of like a, it, it just kind of looked like you know simple. a a, dre- a simple pretty dress, but it dress. was very well constructed. Mm-hmm. In it looked. Like she probably bought it like from a store. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was it was very well constructed. So I give her props for that. And the Vivian has finally won money on Drag Race. Oh my god! Congratulations, the... Vivian, for finally winning. I money. know, because she her prize for winning UK was literally just uh, you're gonna go to Hollywood and create a series with World of Wonder, because. Since they they air it on the BBC. BBC in the UK, they can't give away. Money. Yeah, it's a government uh, or a government thing, so they can't give away cash. So she finally gets a chance to win money. Finally, good for her. I know. Speaking of money, let's take a break. Let's do that. And that that thing that you just listened to and witnessed was another wonderful exhilarating, informative, educational, uplifting episode of the latest and the gayest. Yes, it was. And you are so welcome. And, and thank you. Thank you for, for joining here. us. And thank you for being a friend. Thank you for traveling down the road and back again to listen to this little show where we talk about butt stuff, maybe a little bit too much. Or, or maybe not enough. Depending on your scope and lens, yeah. That, you know, we could be we could be doing better in our quarterly reports on on butt stuff. And speaking of quarterly reports, <laughs> you can finally, finally, uh, a way that makes some semblance of sense. How you're telling? How okay, whatever. That I makes. I didn't really think that one made sense. But... It, it it almost makes sense. Okay, you, you could you could eventually get somewhere that makes sense. I mean, like, I don't have any plans of doing that in the future. But it's exactly that's why I need to take it where I can get it. Speaking of because reports, like <laughs> I don't know. I just I I feel like that 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 felt good to me. I, I did not feel bad about that one. I don't know. Anyway, speaking speaking of uh, things in the future, um. You can subscribe to rate and review the latest and the gayest on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, mm. Stitcher. Rates and reviews, reports. Hey. Uh, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. And I've I've been forgetting to do this, but uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, you can we're find now. every single episode of the latest and the gayest available on our YouTube channel. And this episode uh, will be available next week following the brand new episode of The Latest and the Gayest. And please follow us on all social medias on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at TLATGpod to stay up to date on all things The Latest and the Gayest. And you can also uh, go check out our link tree, which can be found in the bio of all of our social medias to not only find our social media links and where you can listen to the show, but you can also find some links and resources on how to help those being affected by the tragedy in Ukraine right now. Um, we th- I, I saw like a, a few resources for the Ovade, as I say. Oh, and um, so uh, if, if we'll try to find something to... And go check out some uh, resources on how you can help the the people of Texas right now. Yeah, in the in the Olvid area. Uh, I'll we'll look into that. Yes, we will. But speaking of things that we will be looking into, we have to go look into some stuff. So this yeah, my is my been aching for it. This is <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go. We just gotta go. We gotta go. We're gonna go cliff jumping in into Josh right now. So unfortunately, we do have to say adieu. But 
Join us next time. Go caving. We're gonna we're gonna go cliff jumping into into you know, Josh's butthole. You know how like in like the Grand Canyon, there's like those holes in the ground that like fall into like water. Oh yeah, that's gonna be like yeah. that. There, there's this um there's this one clip from Family Guy that um and Peter goes he goes like cliff cliff diving and he has on his like little suit or whatever that you go cliff diving in Mm -hmm. and then he jumps into the big hole and then as he's falling he's like i told no one what i was doing today (laughs) that's what you guys and and let me tell you you'd be careful because you can get lost down there yeah and this can but speaking of peter griffin goodbye goodbye